greetings and welcome to another episode of Out yeah. the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. I got my brother right next to me, my co-host. A-Level of Wiz. Y'all already know what this is. What's good, A-Level? Back again. Wonder it's- Twins reactivate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word up, man. It's a pleasure to have you back again, man. I mean, it's been a little while. I know folks haven't seen us together, but um, I'm glad that you're back on for this special episode today. This is episode 76 of Out the Box Talks. We keeping it pushing. Man, how you feel about this show we about to have today, brother? Listen, man, y'all in for a real, real treat tonight. Um, What you guys are about to witness is the, you know, you heard the, the strength of street knowledge. What y'all about to witness is the strength of super lyricism at his finest, you know, Indeed. coined by these two greats we're about to bring in, like one half of what we're about to bring in. Right, so. and, we, and we might have the third member too, so, you know, right. yeah, let's let's make sure, man. Uh, man, I'm just so excited to, 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 to build with these brothers tonight and also to have you a part of this as well, man. You know how you. far we go back with the, with this hip-hop thing, man, and, and, and the love for the culture. So um, without further ado, man, I don't want to keep the people long. Usually my intros are a little longer, but um, we have such a dope show. I don't want to, like, take too long. Um, so, again, man, I want to thank all of our Out the Box Talks listeners and viewers for rocking with us. Every Friday there's a new episode. We appreciate you. And we are here to give y'all another special show today, man. So without further ado, I want to welcome to our Out the Box Talks viewing and listening audience, brothers Ras Cass and Killer Priest of the Horsemen. And I think we're going to have uh, Corrupt as well. So uh, give a warm welcome for these brothers. Welcome to Out the Box Talks. Yeah. What it do? Welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey man, wow. it's a pleasure to have y'all. How are y'all doing? How y'all feeling tonight? Feeling like haunting, like a clan member. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <I> like <laughs> so for the people that might be listening but not watching this via video, kind of introduce your name and um, you know, just let people know what's been going on with y'all as of late. My name, I go by the name of Killer Priest, you know what I mean? Lord, aka Lord Son. And uh, right now, you know, we we I'm I'm just one part of the horseman, you know. Uh, I'm 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 the pale horse. I'm death. So I represent, you know, cleaning cleaning stuff up within the whole horseman group. You know what I mean? So it's like once I come through, I make sure there's there's not left left mm-hmm. around. So also, um, you know, just doing <laughs> doing it all, man. Getting on the road. And everything, like I said. Indeed, indeed. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Ross. Yeah, uh, I'm Pestilence, uh, a.k.a. Ross Cass. Um, I mean, just really for me, uh, I always wanted to spit sick. So, you know, that was just a thing, you know, the spit sick. So when you're coughing and even sneezing and shit, you know, like that, that embodied being a dope rapper before we came up with this concept, but that definitely fit my persona of uh, 
especially being a West Coast MC. I'm not, I'm not born somewhere else and came here. Uh, uh, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but a lot of times, a lot of our lyrical dudes and talented dudes came from somewhere else. I'm really a native, so it was always heavy on my soul to represent the West Coast to the fullest and still be a hip hop head and spit sick. So that uh, I'm, 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 uh, I am. Pestilence, Raz, Cass, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, man, we just, you know, we, we finally, after 20 years, uh, were able to come together. And uh, I don't think we have a lot of differences. It's just a lot of personalities, man. It's mm. just hard to gel shit because people have a lot of, you know, their own lives and, and, and struggles and obstacles and goals they got to go through. And, uh, you know, then we you get outsiders that do all kind of extra shit. They have their extra agendas. So we we basically got like twice bootlegged, and they never had the you know the final music was great ideas that were never mixed, you know they literally had the two tracks. So they, it's not even like they had the files and, and gave us a good shot. They just threw it out, and, and it was a misrepresentation of what we were. So we wanted to one time, at least give it a shot and let the people hear what we were trying to give them twenty years ago. So I call it our debut finale. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that you said that at the end of the album, too. I want to talk to you more about that. But, um, yeah, t- almost 20 years, like two decades. Like, yeah, like what What made y'all decide, you know what, in 2021, we're going to put this out? I think it was time, perfect timing. Um, You know, being that we went through the COVID and everything, and, and that was the time that you could, we can actually get together and work. You know what I mean? Undisturbed. So I think it was the time, the perfect time for, um, and with all, you know, with mainstream going the way it was going, you know, with the drill music and the trap music. So it was a perfect time to just put out something that shocked the entire industry with four of us coming together as a unit and putting out music quality that we know. Mm. So that's the depth. That's the apocalypse that we bring into it. Like, you know, you know, not saying we, we end all be all, but we just bringing a whole, whole killer rim to it. Indeed, indeed, man. And it's called the last ride, man. Like, yeah. You know, you wanna you wanna ask him about that, A level. Well, you know what I wanted to ask y'all was, um, I mean, for me, all I had pretty much to go with up until this point was just the, like you said, the bootlegs and the mixtapes and the. The freestyles on, on future flavors, you know what I'm saying? When I just go down there and burn it down, you know what I'm saying? And I just have my mixtapes and I'm still running them joints to this day, actually. You know what I'm saying? Knowing them joints word for word. But what I wanted to ask y'all was, you know, being an artist, you know, coming up in this streaming platform as opposed to selling physical sales of records and stuff like that anymore, like, and there's way more records coming out now than it was 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like people dropping two or three albums every year. Like I'm used to like being able to consume an album and like, you know, albums come out every two, three, four years and then I get the full gist of it. But now it's like you're pressured to really put music out. So it's like now you got the fans on one end where it's like, you know, we want this album to come out right now. We want it to come out right now. And then as opposed to the artists, what kind of pressure does that put on you guys to say, okay, we got to release this now because there's a popular demand for it. Or let me just release this organically 
as you guys were saying it just now, as it's supposed to come out, you know, because sometimes sometimes that window, that time window just goes and then people just be like, whatever. Uh, I, my, my answer for this particular thing is that 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 I, that time for us has never really extinguished. It never was a, like, you know, people won't expected this 20 years ago. So it was really up to us to just do what we wanted to do creatively and uh, make sure that when we let it go, it was something that we felt was a good reflection for us. So, um, you know, otherwise as an artist, that's a whole different, you know, you know, nowadays content is king and, uh, and people have very short attention spans. It's kind of like, you know, McDonald's music. Um, people don't do a, do a, do a lot of, uh, well, no, I'll take that back. People make amazing albums and, and, and people, you know, like it for a week and, and move on and, 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 and don't support it and expect you to make more. But I try to remind the, the younger cats, and the younger fans especially is like this shit costs it costs money to, to get in the studio it costs money to mix it costs money to master some people got to pay for that feature you know shoot that video so i try to remind them of that and i try to uh, remind the older you know generations that we from because now we the ogs now you know is that and i don't like that og term but we, we you know we, 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 we the leaders. I'm not the young upstart. I'm not the 16, 17 year old, year old dude. I'm the man with the 16, 17 year old kid. <laughs> and with that being said, I try to remind them, like, don't turn your back on the culture and not support it either. So it's, it's really up to everybody to say, like, let's support. You know, it's easy to support Jay-Z. He don't even need your fucking support. Help the mother, you know, disrespect it, Jay. I think he does a great job, but. If you if you if you want if you want this culture to, to exist and you don't you know and whatever the new stuff is ain't your cup of tea then you got to support the stuff that is you got to be pro something and not anti something so that for me um, again just to reiterate for for horsemen we had nothing but time we we mm-hmm. we didn't we we never got a fair shake um, and people kind of judged us on things that were never supposed to be heard. Except for like if Killer Priest had a song on his album, or Raskas had a song on his album, or or Cannabis had a song on his album, you would hear one mixed song, one idea that we all agreed on, and then everything else, any mixtape, any any, I don't care if it came out on somebody's label, that shit was two tracks. It was a mix. You, I, I remember one where you could hear the the dat and you get it all through the whole like part of the song. I'm like, fuck, man, that's not that's not the song I wanted to, you know we were making um so yeah um that that's my answer dope dope yo so i wanted to ask y'all about this particular project right um the horseman project now when you guys initially came out you went by the name four horsemen like why did y'all decide to remove the four and just have it hrsmn without the vowels um that's a good question man that's like um because we we got a lot of people that you know that we it's like the Jackson Five taking off the five and taking it to Jackson. We grown up from the number thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's just horsemen. I think we just outgrew out of saying four because we we have um we got a rotation of, of uh, <laughs> right. artists, man. That just 
that's just come through. I mean, we got the core, but then you never know because, you know, we was rocking out with March at one period. You know, right. he got busy stuff like that. So we yeah, just called yeah. the horseman just to, just to, just in case we grow bigger and bigger. Right. That, definitely. I'm, a, I'm glad you said Pharaoh was like a rotating member. I believe it was like most deaf, a few wow. of us that we wanted yeah. to rotate out, period. Because it was a collective of, you know, who we felt was, you know, incredible MCs that we were trying to just make a platform and a family and a team for. Um, and and to also add to that, um, did we take the vowels out? I saw, I, I, I sent it to you, I think. But it was like some Viking shit and the shit didn't have no vowels. I was like, that shit hard. I guess the old, you know, how they used to write their shit. So we kind of, and I was like, not that we Vikings are trying to be Europeans, but in a way we are some fucking, you know, some grimy ass Vikings. We got some motherfucking berserkers tearing your shit up. So I was like, you know, I thought conceptually taking the vowels out, which we were ahead of the curve because now the young boys, you know what I'm saying? You know, the style is to put the X or the V or the whatever. So we, you know, we kind of, we kind of was on some shit 20 years ago that, they just caught up to us on, on, on that whole vibe. Dope, dope, dope. You know, in, in reference to, you know, that last question, Cash, you got one of the most, you know, notable lines on the album, even though there's so much quotables on the album, but on the song, This Ish right here, you open the song with the line, H-R-S-M-N, no vowels. I don't give a ish, no bowels. It's like one of them lines that just like it hits so hard it like it smacks you in the face. Can you take us through the mindset that created that line? Oh man, um, just feeling like it is what it is. Sometimes you got to just say what it is. Like you know, like I was just I was feeling that day. Like this is the group. Get it, and and this is how I feel. I mean, and it you know it keeps going. No white flag waving. No throwing right. in towels. You know, like we on some warrior. You know, we the horsemen. Like this is we not stopping. So I was just in that zone. Yeah, and it's also not just what you're saying, but how you're saying it. Like you come, the emphasis is so strong. Like you know, it's just like perfect opener in terms of bars. You know. So yo, I was angry. That. I think that day, I, even the intro, like that was like a one take thing. I was just kind of, you know, you sometimes you in that zone and you in that wave and you, you know, and I, I just kind of said what I needed to say and went into it. And uh, I'm glad we kept it. If I, you know, sometimes you can't duplicate a feeling. Word, word, word. Yeah, thanks for um, you know, sharing that. So the album cover, it depicts four horses in different colors with different characters on each horse. From left to right, I don't know if you got the cover up in front of you, but maybe if you could kind of explain like who is who as far as the members on the cover. I know there's you like a, a you got it, please. Is KP yeah, still with us? I can't yeah, I'm trying to find out where we at, yo. The screen is frozen. Oh, it's frozen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying we'll bring, to. Yeah. Corrupt is. There's corrupt. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm right here. You baby. with us, corrupt? All right. <laughs> you see the I'm, there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, corrupt I came. I gotta right. get my look so I, I gotta get my look so I can see what I'm saying. All right. So. <laughs> That's right. So we. So I'm to... looking at it. Uh, just to just to cover. It. So uh, it's, it's from left to right on the cover. It's Killer Priest. Um, it's me. So there's Death. There's uh, Pestilence. That's the kind of slimy dude. 
Um, there's uh, corrupt. He's the blue one. He he's famine, and he's also the headless horseman. That's why he's like holding his dome. Oh. And then then cannabis is war. And he got the big the bloody uh, axe with the gang of guns, and his horse is on fire. So um, uh, the reason why we did that is uh, I think just symbolically, uh, biblically, because this is all still based on biblical, you know, um, revelations. The, right. These four horsemen come and they. Uh, you know, the seals are open and they come to bring about, you know, the end of the world and then judgment day and all that. So, uh, yeah, we, the, the horses are different colors. Uh, and and I, I wanted to stick uh, more motif. Cannabis, technically, you smoke it, it's going to be on fire. So kind of taking some literal meaning from our personality. So we try to do that rough, obviously, DPG and you know, being from from you know, you know, uh, neighborhood in in Crenshaw, you know, what I'm saying the, the, the blue, you know, the blue chucks and the and 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 the blue rag and and then uh, me, I felt like we took we borrowed personally from Rat Assassination where I had the, the lime green, so that was more sick. So I was borrowing more from my second album, and then of course Priest Wu Tang. So you get the Killer B and you get the. You know what I'm saying? Even his headpiece is, is, is kind of samurai. So we try to we try to balance the uh, the the um, his, well, not the historical, but the biblical to also fit in with our real personalities and our and our backgrounds and our histories. If you look, you know, like on the bottom, we all have our banners of where, where we, you know, where you know, kind of where our foundations lie. Saluting them. So you see the the W down there and. The, you know the, the dog print and the RK. So we always salute our foundation and where we going. You know, and we and we're moving from there. Yeah, I I didn't notice it at first, but um, as I was looking, the horse that has the scales, I realized I saw the little Dodgers hat in the yeah. <laughs> in the background. Let me bring corrupt there. Yeah, I saw the little Dodgers hat, the blue hat. And I was like, that gotta be corrupt. And I was like, that's it, right? <laughs> so I was I yeah. thought that was right. clever. Cause the the artwork is not like in your face. Like you really gotta like look. Like you talking about the banners and stuff. Like I didn't see that yet. So now I'm gonna go back and look for like that Wu Tang flag and you know the different stuff. So it was dope. Who actually designed the cover? Glitch, right? That's yeah. Raz's boy. I don't know why he, he got quiet. That's you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I you to ask me, you know. If, if sure. that is the part you ask me that, I'm taking that lead. That's about Rizzo. He taking that lead. Raz, what's wrong with you? Oh man, <laughs> so I'm very proud to say, man, my man Gifted Glitch, Glitch. Uh, Gifted helped us Glitch. come up with with just conceptualizing, and he put a lot of time and effort and detail. So there's so many small details when you blow it up, even to a big canvas, so, you don't miss no. It's so many details, and just because he's a real big fan of, of of corrupt and killer priests and cannabis and. You know, so it, it, there's so many things about their personality that he wanted to get in there that's crazy. Like, it's it, it, it's actually a, a crazy work of art. Um, I don't even think priests know, like, his chest is all, it's just ribs, and then it's just, like, magic flame fucking fire shit in his shit. chest. This nigga's like the mummy on some other shit. Like, it's a <laughs> lot of crazy shit. He's deaf. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's deaf. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a crazy, like magic emperor. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a lot that, going yeah. on. It's a lot going on with the with the imagery, man. Yeah. Dope, dope. Yep. Dope. A-Level, you got another question for the brothers? Um, You guys are pretty much, you know, coming after the, the, the rock hymns and, you know, being that 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 next wave of cerebral rappers coming out of the, after the golden era, man, like the first real super group of MCs, you know what I'm saying? That's before your your slaughterhouses and and and, and everything else. Um, what do y'all feel about about you know y'all 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 chamber rapping? You know, is this is something is it something that's still popular? Obviously, it's not. I, I don't think so, but as as it should be but why do you feel as though you know more people tend to not really go that super lyrical route you know as opposed to the to what's going on in the industry right now i mean can they go the super lyrical route and the people that's not super lyrical you know like the fans you know um i mean that's their choice i mean Mute. The industry period is a youthful industry. You know what I'm saying? Because us old folk don't buy shit. We gave up buying when we got old. You see what I'm saying? The key to the game is like when Death Row, when we dropped our shit. Couldn't nobody relate to that that was older. My mom would tell me all the time, that ain't music. So with my pop, that ain't no good music. I play you some good music. So Smokey Robinson on in the heart and say, that's the y'all music you know what i'm saying the old folks can't connect to that man so the old folks nowadays they're not buying the records and the number one thing about this music industry from the doors the ladies buy the records the ladies and kids niggas buy shit for their children or a or a woman you understand me they playing music because they know the girl like it and she'll get naked they play the music because the girl like it and they can get what they want and soothe it and rock the party why do people go to parties they go to parties so they can see women you know what I'm saying? The majority. You know what I'm saying? So this is about the ladies and about the youth. Shut up. And the youth are basically, they're into this genre. Like when we was young, they was in the biggie. They was in the death row. But if you listen to like, you know, even the older rappers, I mean, Melly Mel said it best in the movie, The Show. Where he's like, you look at the generation of rappers right now. You know, they just jumping around and doing this and doing that. You know, that ain't no show. We put on a real show. We'll show you how you do a show. You know, because the, the older people couldn't relate to the new. You know what I'm saying? The hip-hop to them. Bang. He's got it. She got it. But, yeah, like I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? They, You know, and that's basically what it is. So this new generation has their own sound that they into. And that's what it's about. You know, they're not into the heavy lyrics. They're not into the hardcore rhyming. You know what I'm saying? They're into that. So that ain't something to compete with. I think that our generation is out of competing mm. and into living. Like when we do our songs and stuff, you know, it ain't no competition. Our shit now is done, you know, because we love to do it. You know what I'm saying? You reach a certain age, and then once you get there, man, you do it because you love it, and you get paid. It's your job. Where the young folks do it because you know, it's fun to them. The majority of us old folks, this shit ain't fun anymore. It still is to me, though, I tell you that much, because right. I'm a real right. MC, so I love the stage. I love the mic. And all real MCs, you know what I'm saying, they love that mic, you know what I'm right. saying? 
we got the business out of it. And nowadays they get paid a lot faster and a lot bigger checks. So actually hip hop is expanding because the business has expanded. People are becoming damn near uh, five millionaires having five million bucks in the bank account by the age of 19. So actually hip hop is helping business wise and talent wise. We can't understand their talent. The older folks couldn't understand our talent. You know how they thought about gangster rap in New York, huh? <laughs> okay, where's the lyrics? You might want to yeah. blame us for the non-lyricalness of shit because it wasn't right. too much lyricalness coming out the West Coast. Oh, but it is now. Mm, it is, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is now because we had lyrics coming from the West. We had the alcoholics. They was one of the first groups New yep. York played on the radio and gave respect to Fazzy. West oh, Coast hip hop. Uh, oh yeah, Razzcast. Exactly. You know he was a part of that march. Souls of Mischief, all that, you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? They was on that mic, and then you had us spilling that gangster shit. Y'all just didn't know they had this motherfucking secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I mean, you know, we gotta really look at it like this. We're the elders yeah. now, and we don't want to be like the elders before us. What did we learn as being elders? You got to support the next generation. And that's what we want to do, because we don't want to be like the elders who couldn't understand our music and will put us down rather than understanding the elevation we took hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Don't be so hardcore in your craft that you put down the youth that's bringing it to a different place. We got to support and stay lyrical like we are because we keep hip hop alive. Absolutely, We man. keep the mic alive. Look at Kendrick Lamar. That's youth. He is on that lyrical tip. Yeah. He learned from the lyrical West Coasters and the East Coasters. Where it all, where well, you know, the birth. But I say with that, it's like you can see the lineage, though. Right. You you see the lineage from, from Run DMC to Rakim to y'all to Kendrick. You know, in, in certain artists, you really don't see that lineage. You know what I mean? Like dudes that were students of the game putting their own spin on it, of course, but, you know, that lineage, you can still see that in Kendrick, you know, he's well, a student. Well, all of that came from, you know, when hip-hop expanded past the East. Everybody who does hip-hop that ain't from the East Coast has their own formula to hip-hop that they right. like, that they try and do. And, you know, the MCs, you can, you definitely see a lot of East in the MCs from the West. Mm. That's just the East Coast style, whether people want to admit it or not. The format, the formula, the way you rhyme your words, how you do it. You could be born in the West, but if you rhyme anything like this, because that's an East Coast influence, period, point blank. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? A West Coast influence is not that. Easy e is a West Coast influence. Dr. Dre's a West Coast influence. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Ice Cube is a West Coast influence. They don't word their shit like corrupt or like game. Or like, you know what I'm saying? They don't word it like that. See, wording the way you do it. You know, I'm a realist. So that's the whole point that Snoopy's saying all the time. You know, we give the East Coast his props. We just want our props. Because what we did add to the table that, you know, came to the table from our situation took what multi-platinum sales to hip-hop. Not just one or two people doing it in the East Coast because like one or two people doing hitting numbers like that. Run mm -hmm. DMC was hitting numbers like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, LL was 
getting his way up to hitting numbers like that. You know what I'm saying? Before this Sugar Hill game. I mean, shit, they shit was number one in the whoop Did they get the numbers? Sugar Hill Gang came from the era damn near of Cadillac Records. Look at them. Look at the R&B people, cuz. Ain't none of those pioneers that we know from Smokey Robinson to Temptations was getting money like Tyrese and them, cuz. <laughs> at their era. It's the law of the land. So just like we look at these young folks like they're trash, if the Temptations and all of them would look at Tyrese and all them like they was trash because they not doing the, the doo-wop. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it, it ain't to understand. Some things in life ain't to understand. It's meant to enjoy. Wow. So Well said, you know, man. One thing about it, though, y'all are DJs. Now, you go to the club and you see them girls dancing off of Rest in Peace, Triple uh, X, uh, uh, you see them young folks dancing to the baby. You go tell me you don't do a little, uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, you do it. You go to the strip club and you see them getting their groove on to Drake. You know, you be like, hey, get it. You start moving too. You know what I'm saying? And another thing, you can't say Drake ain't an MC, my nigga. He proven it time and time again. Huh. He got yeah. in the woods. I've been the saying that. Yeah. Oh, he got in the spirit, woods man. and excelled. Okay? Yeah. And you I can't always say times ain't tight. It's time to stop shooting down the things that we can't relate to and realize that it ain't about us MCs anymore. It's way past just being about MCs. Hip-hop has expanded to country and Western. Hip-hop has expanded to being the number one form of music in this entire industry. Wow. You can't be mad at the white rappers. White rappers got the white people to jump aboard this motherfucking train. You got to give it up for Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice opened the doors and told the white people, you can do it too. And then they jumped into it, which made hip hop the greatest thing cracking in all the world. Because you ain't going to find a gang of country and Western fans that's niggas. That's rare. But you'll find the majority of young white youth, hip hop. You go to Japan, nigga, they got six, four Chevys and shit with blue and red rags, nigga. <laughs> hip hop, powerful, hip hop, so, man. You know, I'm wow, just, man, you said you I'm said just, a mouthful, corrupt man. That's <laughs> that's a lot. Thank you for gracing us, man. So well, thank you very much. Indeed, indeed. So I wanted to to get back to the album, and I know Cass, you don't have too much time with us today, but um, I figure I throw the next question at you, being that you don't have a lot of time. But um, the you know the album is called Last Ride, and at the end of the album. On the actual self-titled track, you say that uh, this is Horseman's debut final final album. Why is it a finale project? And you know, talk a little bit about why you call it the last ride. Well, we call it the last. It'll be uh, the first will be last, and the last will be first because that's the next project. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. So it's not the end. It's not. I thought it was just going to be one and done when you said finale. Yeah. Well, it's it's the debut for Dally. One thing got to end for something to begin. Okay, okay. You know? Right. The sun, the sun got to go down, you know, uh, you know, uh, for the, you know, and then the moon come up and then there's a new day. Got so, it, got yeah. it. You know, the concept, I, and I think the psychologically. That's like the album cover, you know, there's a lot of hidden things in between it. And that's what Raz brought to the table 
because we asked, what do you mean by the last ride? You know what I'm saying? We're the horsemen. He just told us the whoop wop and the spill of it, which is like, well, look, in order for us to go forward, we got to end one chapter. And the first chapter to end is this 20-year, 20-semi right. project that we've been trying to do. So after this, the new horsemen begin. So let's give them that original horseman they want. Ain't no telling where we're going to go for the next project. Yeah. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. So this, this is nice. Concept. I loved it. Yeah, this is the final of this version of the horseman. Wow. It makes me wonder what the next version might be like. You know what I mean? Like, what, what can we get different? Or is am I asking too early? <laughs> Way too early because we don't even know shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're enjoying this last ride, man. We're going to keep riding it out. God right. will let us know. We're enjoying the ride. I love it. I love it. So um, I want to actually talk about some of the lyrics on the album. Um, Priest, I, I want to ask you about the uh, the verse that you have on this ish right here, which is probably my favorite song on the album. The beat is just like that beat is sick. Like when it comes on, it's just that raw, you know, that that raw boom bap feel to it. You know what I mean? Um, on yeah. your verse, you you pretty much take over the persona and embodiment of Shakespeare but you also put your twist on the character what was the inspiration for that verse well, as soon as you asked me somebody just hit my fucking phone you know how it be oh, going yo. um, the inspiration is just being in the studio with three other lyrical beasts and I always wanted to put something with Shakespeare you know what I mean have to fuck him up just to, just to bring him back you know what I mean? Just to get this nigga from the dirt and just uh, and uh, embodiment that. So I wanted to say, you know, the whole thing with lyricism, you know, you just you say what you feel at that moment. We, we're not scared to say it. we take on the challenges. So who the fuck is going to fuck with Shakespeare? I am. <laughs> I'm going to dig that nigga up. Dig that nigga up. Put that nigga to the mic and shake that nigga till you shit right. I'm deaf. That's what inspired it, man. It just it, what inspired it was just uh, great talent around me and um, no holes barred. That was the thing about uh, riding with the horses is that um, we was in a studio. We had no holes barred. We could do what the fuck we want. And it came out that way. Dope, dope, dope. Um, I also wanted to take it back to the first track, which is called Centro. Um, when you listen to it, the verses are really short. It sounds like it's like four bars, I believe, like for each verse. And the song is carried mostly by the audio excerpt that's like a narration of the horseman story, right? Can you tell us why the first track is set up that way? It's the introduction. It's the intro. We call it the centro. Raz came up with this great concept. You know, sin. Our whole thing is about sin. It's about the Bible. It's about these, these bars we call scriptures. You know, we don't mm. spill bars. Right. We don't spill rhymes. We're spilling on this particular project scriptures. You see what I'm saying? And Centro is self-explanatory. We wanted everybody to know who we are. And the story is the key. Our whole album is a movie. It's a story. Each record is a story. You see what I'm saying? It's like how they do docu-series. Each song is a series. Yeah, but you know, this is our entry to this whoop-bop. So, you know, 
uh, Raz and Priest, myself and Cannabis wanted to let y'all know who we are, which that's what that does. The story of each one of us. Raz is the white horse and it tells what he's about as pestilence. Cannabis is war and it tells what war is on the fire red horse. And it tells who God is, famine with the scales on the black horse. And it tells who death is, killer priest on pale horse. And it tells you us. It didn't take a lot of bars for it because it wasn't about our bars on that one. It was about uh, us painting that picture. Letting you Introducing. know painting that picture. So Central paints the picture to this movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's basically what it is. And thanks for liking it. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 man. You know, as I listen to it, 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 you know, as I listen to it more, you know, when you get that first listen, you probably don't catch it right away, but when you listen to it more and then you listen along to the story, you're like, okay, it's like they're introducing themselves and their persona. So that's what's up. Right. Yes, so- sir. I'm glad you got it, man, because, you know, a lot of the horseman shit is over people's heads because we aren't doing the, the young rap. We're doing MC shit, which is what we came from. You know what I'm saying? Um, and And... This was our opportunity to not satisfy the company. We are the company. And and it satisfies us. Our whole album is not about a hit record. Our album is about rhymes. You see what I'm saying? Oh. Just pure unadulterated rhymes, each record. You know, the closest thing to thinking about when we went I don't think Raz and Priest was even thinking about it then. It was just love and war. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It yeah. was just, you know, the beat. And one of the records that we all been wanting to flip for a mighty long time. And, uh, you know, Raz and Priest pulled it off. You know, I set the intro to it because, you know, I love talking about a funky bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they were so perfect. There was no reason for me to get on there. Their stories was grand. And the way they went back and forth, you know, that, that was beautiful. I said, but, you know, it can't be talking about any of these females without corrupting them. Yeah, it wouldn't have been right. He had to he had to be at the top of it at least. It was awesome. Yeah, because it's love and war. You know, we ain't smashing on the ladies. It's actually something telling the story of, you know, what Raz and Priest experienced dealing with a particular lady. Yes, I remember that line with the you know that verse where he was <laughs> speaking like <laughs> a duck. No more fun times <laughs> grabbing on her butt. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Every time I played without before the record came out, girls would like girls like it. They're like, "Oh, that's funny," because that's them. Yeah, I did that on the phone. And um, you can relate to it. We all it's super easy. Yeah, it was brilliant. I heard. It was super brilliant. Like this, and I think I think I, w- I was gonna just add that even even with lyricism, um, I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to at least me personally. I think you know everybody agreed. We don't want to just do like seven minute. We'll rap forever records. And right. Who could, you know, I, we wanted to show concept, and we thought this out. So we, less was more with ten twelve. It, it didn't need. <laughs> what the hell? That's doing? pretty. Yeah, I thought he was fighting because that's the problem. He was getting death fucking somebody. I was like, damn it, they fucking with death. Yeah, yeah, and, and jumped him. No, but oh. you know, that, that was you know, for, I I thought. Uh, 
me personally, I just felt like we have some really dope <laughs> concepts. Whereas instead of just rapping aimlessly, which is cool sometimes to bar out, but we still bar out and still have high concepts. Which is rare. I could tell. Yeah. In hip hop, it's rare to have a concept and then right. bust these lyrics. Because right. that's why we have all animation for our videos. Because Yeah, like the Burger King song where y'all talking about different types of food and stuff like you know i could definitely see the concepts in different songs man so and um, i didn't even think we was going to have um visitors you know what i'm saying on the project i didn't think we was going to have guest appearances right right but you know to be, get on the record with us is can be embarrassing so you know if you put somebody on there and they don't step to that bar because it ain't like we can get jay to kiss he's a very busy man but that's you know you think like okay now jay will win, you know, Jigger, you right. know what I'm saying? Things yeah. like that. But Jigger, you know, you have to listen. Because those are the typicals, you know, we didn't want to be typical. But then, the you know, when Raz pick and chose the artists to be on there, I mean, they conquered the records they was on. Chino XL. So, Body. Can, so. I, can I talk to y'all about Chino, man? Like, he has a steal the show verse at the oh, end God. of champion. Yeah. Like what? Like did you y'all? Know, yeah. like, you know, back in the days, you know, it's your song. So when a nigga murder you on it, you be like, oh, <laughs> you do my verse. You know, not with the horseman, man. What you lay. Yeah, you, you know, got kill, you, you kill what you, you know, what you kill, you eat. So once yeah, you lay yeah. your shit, cause another nigga come over you and just slaughter it off. It's like, fuck. Oh, he got it. You know why I went wrong with Chino? There's a rule about sending your record to another MC. You're supposed to just send them the beat and the hook. No, no, that's called cheating, Raz. No, because then they can hear everything. Send them your verse, and they cause. come with the swipe. Send them your verse, cuz. That nigga <laughs> Chino. Let him have a good try at it, cuz. When he sent that shit back, everybody, I, mean, I was cheating. like, fuck, that's bro. Cheating. You know, you keep your verse from him. Let them go. <laughs> How do we know you didn't rewrite your shit? I you didn't. know what I'm saying? I didn't. Come on, I man. didn't, no man. No cheating I, in the I, next I, room. Okay? I was gonna text it back, like, nah, man. I'm sorry, brother. This, you know, right? You know, you know what that song. Hey, write a new one. That song gonna be too low. You know, I'm, uh, you know right. what, what? What had happened was, nah, yeah. nah. I hit and him the back. Same like, thing bro. with the uh, same thing with tragedy <laughs> could die. Yeah, man. Tragedy. I body mean, you down. know, he brought that intelligent hoodlum on that ass. And you know what, Hustle gave it the current. And waved on it, and and that's right. And hush, it's so dope. You hustling, but so, then hush took it to that subject and talking to the lady like that. I was like, I wanted to change my verse so bad, <laughs> and the hook, like man, he on the ladies, man, and I feel it to this beat. You know what? I got a verse for this. I said I can't do that. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? He brought that fly into it. Feel that everybody loved that, that hook. That, you couldn't that hook. That, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Is that RBX the reason? Added his mix into it. Narrating, yeah. he is the narrator RBX. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we all gave him that slot to narrate that song Impossible. And that's what he did because he gave his best, man. Everybody shined. Definitely. And that's what makes the album so such a hip hop classic. It's really a hip hop classic album because we didn't that's what they take say. those shorts and we didn't, we didn't uh, radio it. You know what? We got to have a hit on here to sell it. Hey man, you know we love the fans that love us. You know what I'm saying, and those that that don't, you know, more power to them. That's why so many different uh, good acts out there that represent hip hop from all genres, 
all different types of music out there for you to love hip hop in general. Our album is for the culture. It's not just for us. And, you know, so our thing was mainly just, you know, it was hip hop to us, you know what I'm saying? Dope, dope. So, so Cash, you, you have a line on the, on that same song, Champion, where you say, you took your name from the descendant of Menelik. And I never thought about that. You know, can you expound more on the origin of your name, Raz Cash? Yeah, just real quick. Um, so Menelik II uh, fought with a guy named Ras Kaz for control of Ethiopia. And uh, they ended up making a pact and kind of sharing this region. It's called Shoah. Um, but Ras Kaz was John IV. No J's in, no J's in Hebrew, but John, uh, probably more Y-ish. And I was John IV. And so that's why I took it and made myself Roscoz. Um, and I'm from L.A. And we got a twang. So I went Razcaz. Because I do the whole that way anyway. So <laughs> so the New Yorkers call me Cares. One calls me Roscoz, which is technically correct. <laughs> and then the homies call me Razcaz. And that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they were, they, you know, it was it was Ethiopian. It was, uh, you know, like uh, Ja Rastafari. Right, know? right. Of course. Yeah. It was from that. So, yeah. It's interesting because, you know, it's so dope how, like, you could put something in a lyric and it reveals more about yourself, right? Or just, you know, your your persona as an MC. So that was dope. I wanted to ask you about that. Thanks Thank for... You. um for you know breaking that down so um corrupt i got i got a question for you on uh morticians you are so in the pocket with your verse you i think you say something like stomp like a sasquatch the abnominal thirst the uh, the abomination caesar young ebenezer and then you got a line where you rhyme ali ali oxen three with squeeze and knees and like like the wordplay is just like out, yo. overflowing on the track he spy, I told him he spazzed on the album. Word. Do, do you remember no, just, what that first set of lines was like, <laughs> like in that verse that got you in the pocket for Morticia? Uh, just, just the wordplay of it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just hitting them with pure wordplay, you know what I'm saying? Letting niggas know that I still got it on this mic. I had fun with it, you know what I'm saying? And just hit them with a bunch of wordplays, you know what I'm saying? And, it's all about the skill, you know. That record was more about style, right? Than anything, you know what I'm saying. I learned style from DOC, because DOC is is just his style is just phenomenal, you know what I'm saying. So DOC to all of us, me, Snoop, RBX, all of us, Rage, he added a piece of style to us instead of us just rapping our shit a certain kind of way and just busting it straight through. You know, have a style to it. RBX used some of that style in, in high power. I mean, uh, uh, not high power, but in uh, lyrical gangbang. He hit him with the styly lee bumping being found in debris by a maniac with a gap. We was like, damn, RBX, <laughs> type of shit from styly lee. We were like, shit. He got like, man, like the, the doc, doc put that doc twain up in him, boy. And I don't mean no. <laughs> Okay, but that game, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, all them styles. So that's what inspired me with the, you know, morticians. And then on the verse, I, I mean, on the chorus, I was just, let me add some G to mm -hmm. this mic. I noticed that. Yeah. These niggas be acting like straight up motherfucking unadulterated bitches. <laughs> claiming that they're something they not. 
There's so many like there's another song it's escaping me, but you're also in the pocket there, man. Like, you know, you guys like when you guys came together to record this album, like were you did y'all record it like in person or was this kind of like internet? Person. Oh dope. Person person, yeah. I mean, because uh like priests say, man, source uh sharpen steel steel sharpen steel. Yeah. So it ain't you know, back then, back then especially, we didn't have the services of the internet and sending records in, sending shit through emails and all that shit. We didn't have all that right there. We was just raw, like, you know, six inch uh six inch reels. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was just straight. We all there, we all go, maybe wanna be missing, but we'll get oh. him come back. We set this blueprint. That tapes. The whole album, it was at least about three of us together. Well, no, not the whole album. Because Priest and Raz was together for Love and War. And I Mm -hmm. got put on there with the Whoop Wop. It's on the internet. It was all like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to the the line. So, um, Priest, you got a line on our False Prophets where you say Jeremiah, Jeremiah 13, verse 38 of the Bible. If it doesn't exist, then what ch- what chapters did I miss? What's the significance of this Jeremiah verse as it relates to that line? I got to go back to it, man. I think it's, I think it's talking about something like, um, it's like um, something with death, you know what I mean? Something with my name and pastor. I got to go back and read that again. That's a good question. Mm. But yes. I know that it's a hard, it's a hard verse. Mm. And if, and if it doesn't exist, then what did, what did I miss? It's self-explanatory. Right. You know, certain things, you know how cats tattoo certain scriptures on there. Certain scriptures resonate with, with, with us. You know, like if you kill with the sword, I mean, if you kill with the sword, you should be killed with the sword. Or that joint that um Samuel, Samuel Jackson said. What was that scripture that he said in that movie, Pulp Fiction? Oh, yeah. When he said... And those you will know my enemies. And he shot the niggas. That's what I was thinking about, like how death should be. You know what I'm saying? Like a cold scripture like that. Right. So you know what's interesting as I hear you say that, it seems like for a number of the songs on the album, you guys are are like embodying the characters. Yes. Yeah. That's what it seems like, you know. And I, I did pick it up when I was listening, but the more you explain, the more I realized, wow, like y'all are y'all are actually doing it consistently. That's that was the a goal. We were the characters when we wrote. Yeah. Our, you, know, you know, famine, yeah. pestilence, war. When you hear cannabis rapping, he sounds like like war. Right. His voice, his his bombs, his temperament. When you hear priests, priests are slow talk, you put you to go to death, man. Priest will hit you with that shit like he did in uh, Impossible. The terror to your death. The boot, he talked to you in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, you know, he, he dragged you into a, a fast, a, a slow death. And, you know, and Raz, pestilence, and he's just, he's, his shit spreads. You mm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right, so, you know, we, we live those characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, that was that, 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 We let you know. I'm, I'm famine, the headless horseman. I don't even say corrupt. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think most of us say. I mean, his his name is Killer Priest, so that was easy for death. Right, that, that was an easy call. 
But not, I mean, not very many times on this project do we use our, our, names. our MC names. Got we, it. We, we stay in the characters. Yeah. And it's dope because, true, um, con, you know, concept albums, like the newer concept albums tend to kind of stray away from the concept. Sometimes like you'll, you'll hear little, you know, you see a little points that relate to the concept, but the fact that y'all are doing it so consistently in that character is actually dope to go along with the concept. You know, I actually yeah, love concept <clears throat> albums when they do come out, like, cause it takes you in the mindset of like, you're following a story and stuff. A so, movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah a movie. That's what we exactly. wanted it art. The, thing, the whole thing is like everybody with their projects and that's what makes art special. And that's what the whole key was to be different. We did stick to the subject matter of the whole wow. record. We now when you when when you're looking for a, a hit, some some hits don't fit the project, but it's a hit and yeah. it's a sell the project. So a lot of people go off the subject because they got a hit that has nothing to do with the mm. subject, but it's a hit and it's gonna sell. So you know they'll be on the subject, then they'll have like three or four records that's off the subject that are they're hit records, you know what I'm saying? They hit mm. a different thing, and they think they can sell it off of that. The concept gets lost, but they bring it back. So, you know, hits is normally what takes people off of that because the hit record ain't got shit to do with the concept. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, see, that's the point. We are our own company. And shouts out to Fat Beats for giving us the channel to launch this real hip-hop. Yes, mm. sir. So, you know... We called the shot on sticking to the script instead of corrupt. Give us a, a solo record, okay? And I go on my whoop bop with a solo record that's on slap. Like if you know, if I'd have gave records like that to the table, Raz would have gave his shit. Priest, Cannabis, those would be the records probably. Of course, one of us probably would stick to the script. But I'm like, damn, this is my solo. I'm rapping about all kinds of other shit. They ain't got shit to do. With <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Wow. So, Priest, you still with me? It looked like he froze. Yeah. I had a question for him. But A-Level, you got another question? Jim? Um, y'all, when when did y'all come together and you first just realized and say, you know what? Yo, we want to come together and form a group. You know, because like you were saying during the time, it's just a whole bunch of people could have been the horsemen at that time. Like, what did y'all just finally say? Just, okay, this is the core right here. That's a very good question. It happened organically. Mm. You know, it wasn't no, we just, you know, we all got together and then we planned it. <clears throat> you know, it was just probably one person talked to the other person. And then that person talked to another person. And then, you know, it was more of that type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know who be dope in this group? Such and such. Oh, what? And then they both will go get that person or they run into them and bring it to them. They're like, I'm all in. Bam. Mm. So, you know, it was comprised of that. It was basically organic. Because I can't remember as a priest when we just, where we just decided all together, we're going to be the horsemen. Even the title took some time. We knew we wanted yeah. to do the whoop bop. And the first thing came to my mind was uh, NWA. Mm. I ain't talking about the Raptors. I'm talking about the Wrestling League. And they had the four horsemen on that motherfucker. Uh, and, and that was Ric Flair, the Anderson brothers, and that other nigga. Woo! 
Ric Flair was on the hills and he had the horsemen and shit. The four yeah. horsemen. And then I think as we all put it together, we was actually we we got to the point of you know the concept. Yeah, we are the four horsemen and breaking it down in biblical terminology. If I'm not mistaken, I think Raz, you came up with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think like we're gonna have aliases, we gonna have names and you know, I right. Kenny. Yeah. Maybe Kenny, maybe Kenny did. I mean Priest, bring the bring the I, I, camera I, I, closer to you because I can't see your face too well. All right. Cannabis, right. A little you further might have been back. talking yeah. about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we, it just all made sense. It was a lot organic, man. I, I mean, to, I I can't remember who called what audible. Yeah, uh, I think right about that. But, but yeah, let's just say cannabis that's called it. Weird, yo. I mean, that was cannabis. He, he was like, yeah. you know, we 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 the horsemen. You know, the four horsemen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need. To, you know, we gotta be that. You know what I'm saying? You know, cannabis. Be the, yeah, that sounds like a candy yeah, thing. That's tight, cuz I already knew who I was. I said, I'm the headless horseman. I said that. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, nigga. I throw the fire yeah. pumpkin at your ass. Nigga. Uh, yeah. I right. do remember you saying that. And then, I'm headless uh, horseman. <laughs> I think it was, I think you know, Rad was talking to me. Like, yeah. Oh, this is that. You know, it is war, it is famine, and it's death. I'm famine. Look how skinny I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, right. They fit our personality. It's you know, crazy because it literally everybody was able to pick right. people that it still matched their personality, and, and that was the crazy part about it. Is is, is killer priest is death. Cannabis really is war. He is famine. I am pestilence. You know what I mean? A little right. sickly. Uh, damn, boy. <laughs> a little sickly that, we got a video game we coming out with too. Oh, that sounds dope. And each one of our characters have powers. You know, uh, each one of our characters, they can fight each other like Mortal Kombat, that type of shit. And there's also a story mode in it where you follow the story and complete the whoop whop and, you know, the whoop whop. And each character, you can actually play all four characters, but they all got a special get. You know what I'm saying? Just like Mortal Kombat, they special powers. Yeah. You'll be able to see mines. I'm gonna let you know. Peace, you breaking out? I had one. I, last, go. I had one last I, question for you, but you out? Yeah, I gotta go make some pastries. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, I actually gotta head out myself, fellas. Uh, I, I wanted to stick right. it out for a minute. No but doubt, no doubt. No, no. We thank you, man. Thank y'all, man. I appreciate. Thank it. you. You know, thank I guess. We'll yo, go. I'll let y'all later. Yo, Rock. I'll let you later, Pestilence. Yo, Raz. I'll see y'all in a minute. Thank, right, you, like you, Thank you, A-Level. Thank yes, you, man. No Thank y'all, man. So, Karun, we'll, we'll finish out with you if you still got a little time. Motherfucking right. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Thank you, brother. So, um, I wanted to ask you, um, on, on the last track um, of the album, you um, you got a line. And shout out to my bro, Clico, who actually put me on to, to this line of yours, where you say, darkness engulfs, and you engulf darkness. Explain the lyricality behind that line. <laughs> Man, you know, some some statements and words, you know, it's like, uh, it's like dog. Mm. Spell dog. D-O-G. Huh? D-O-G-G. <laughs> All right. But when you reverse dog. I give it dog, to y'all, yeah. When you reverse dog, right. Those, God, right. He's crazy, right? Some 
statements have a double wop wop to right. it. I expose that in the game, you know. Darkness engulfs. I mean, yeah, darkness engulfed. Ah. Right? I engulf darkness. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, darkness engulfs. Right, right. Niggas are scared of that. Nigga, I engulf. Right. Darkness. Right, right. Yes, the I. Yeah, you, you over the darkness. Yeah. Right. You control you know it. So darkness you, yeah. engulfs. Right. Nigga, I engulf darkness. Right. I get it. I get the line. Yeah, yes, man. It's, it's one of them lines that you hear and you like, you know how you with hip hop as a you know, as a fan, you listen, you like, yo, that just sounds dope off the bat, but I know it's layered, so I gotta, you know, listen again and, and uncover. That's why I like to ask artists like what you know what they mean and stuff. So thanks and it's for so simple, that. you know. Yeah, it is the mic. You know what I'm saying? Your wordplay, you know, simple shit, man. You know, Rakim was a specialist at it. And when you look at the rhymes he's connecting together, you know, not all of them was the super intelligence. He hit you with simple shit. I yeah. came to the door. I said it before. I never let the mic magnetize me no more. See, just simple shit. You know, that was simple, but the way he said it, though, how he emphasized his words. Yeah. Matter about all of that right there. It's all about your flow. It's flow and delivery. How that brings out the words. And when your words connect, know like fucking cool g rap you know he get to spilling like ninety thousand words that rhyme together in one mm. for a whole record back in the days we used to do three verses you know what i'm saying it wasn't just or one straight verse he does it all the way through the end you know like on minute work <laughs> it's just connected you're taking him to school right there bro oh, for real man. Well, I'm telling you, you remember G-Rap, man. And <laughs> hit you with 35 different words that rhyme together. You never even thought you could connect. It was like, what the shit? He, 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 I show you that I got force. My rap burn your mouth like hot sauce. I hear the curse. God damn, did you hear what he just said? You start thinking about <laughs> yeah. how hot sauce burn your mouth. Like Tabasco sauce, that shit hot. You know what I'm saying? You eat too much of that shit. You done, nigga. Right? Wow. And it's wow. like my, my, it's so so simple though. My my raps burn your mouth like hot sauce. Hot sauce. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah, it's simple. He makes clever. it sound yeah. difficult. Yeah, yeah. Check a record how I'm doing all the bitchs. Thus, it wasn't for the bucks. Every word right. that you heard is because they didn't give a all oh, shucks. And yo, I almost forgot. Right. The verses. And I, 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 I tell you, too, that was a magic piece of hip hop right there. That I learned off yo. of that. Implemented in my rhymes, slanging them things like a real oh, G should. You know what I'm saying? That was that. That was that G rapping it, cause like he said, instead of cussing, he said oh shucks. <laughs> That's a style, cause you know what I'm a lot of my shit, I learned off the great MCs. And that's why that's my specialty because each one of them has something to learn. Like Kane, mm. let it roll, get bold. I just can't hold back the fold because mm, I'm a man mm, with soul mm. and control and effects of what the heck rock the rock disco, disco tech. tech. And you see what I'm saying? He started off with the oh, oh, go, go, go. And then still was doing the old type of sound and went to tech. And everything was tech. I think it might be cool. And this is what I could really love and appreciate about you guys, man, because you guys are an amalgamation of all of that. 
Exactly. You know, that's why I tell people, man, I learn from the best. You know, when it comes to songwriting, I learned from Snoop. Snoop gave me, taught me how to mm. calm down first and rap about things people can relate to corruptly. <clears throat> Don't be so difficult with your raps. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, being the MC right here, you got to be corrupt and tell from the street standpoint. Think about your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Think about the 60s, think about Crenshaw and Slauson. What do y'all do over there, Corrupt? Tell them about that. And start giving people stories. Tell a story, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, all of that came from Snoop, but the mic came from <coughs> Rakim, you know what I'm saying? Uh, LL, LL taught me temperament. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The way I say it, I, from my voice standpoint, Rakim and LL, LL first. Cause the double L must rock the bell, so it's right. like, oh, now if I want to get to, if I want to be on that level, LL was the key. Like that's my, you know, y'all niggas just like bitches. Say, I gotta, the same, same. I gotta say, man, that's LL. God. That's what I learned from the L. God. My temperament. Then from Rock Kemp to be smooth. I came in the door. I said it before. His voice, it's the incredible. The lyrical, you can't be me like Nisi. To see me, it's going to take a miracle. That's that R in my voice and the right, whole while. Right, right. He talked temperament. You know, all these MCs, I don't take their styles, but what I got out of them was their temperaments. Mixed it all in one. One record, the LL temperament comes in. You know what? On this one, I'm going to mix the LL with the R temperament. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be with that temperament of L. But I'm gonna rock some ROMs, motherfucker, blow their mind with that temperament. Mm. See what I'm saying? Mix it all up like gumbo. This one, I'm gonna G rap these niggas because I'm gonna hit them with 30,000 ROMs, uh, 30,000 words that rhyme together at once. Yeah. Kill fast, blast, trash, half, fast, gas, mass, dash, that, that, gas, fast, pack, that, 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 fast, and that, that. Pay! I mean, you, you were such a master at wordplay, man. Like, I, the, the, my top. Corrupt bars of all times gotta be uh the joint on the Pete Rock man. Um the half not half man, half amazing, but it was on the first joint. I'm the epicenter of this natural disaster. You know what I mean? I was like, yo. <laughs> and then the you know my Steez remix. Oh yeah. Wow. Shout out to Premier. <laughs> yo, the rage be a part of wow. that record. Jeez. You know, you know, my Steve's was such a big record, you know what I'm saying? And then when he said the remix, I'm like, damn, the record is so classic to be on a record of this caliber. Right. That that really reflected our culture. This is fucking Gangstar. <laughs> that made me think a lot about Gangstar. And then, you know, from You Know My Steve's, I started to add it up. It's the first time it came to my brain. I'm such a, such a klutz. But... Because this says gangster. Hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. It was just so over my head. Gang star. Star. Right, right. star. They gang star. Gang stars. Yeah. Gang stars. Gangsters. Gangsters. This is gangsters. That's how we spell gangster. That, you know, my Steve's, that was the first time. Wow. I caught, man. You know, I'm a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> hey, that, better late than never, man. Oh, that yeah. was so picturesque. Yo. Yeah, but I had a ball with it, you know what I'm saying? Pete hooked me up. We did True Masters. Slapped <laughs> off with that one. With wow. Deck. Wow. You, know you and you and Inspector. Wow, that was crazy. <laughs> oh, we had a ball. 
I don't know why they put me behind the wheel of a car, though. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Almost ran that motherfucker through the whole... <laughs> Fuck, man, get me out this motherfucker before I kill myself. I'm horrible with cars. Yo, thank you so much for staying extra with us, Corrupt, man. You know, with this album, you know, this new album from The Horseman, um, you know, The Last Ride, like, I know y'all got a lot going on with the project. Like, what what else is in store that you might want people to know? Like, like, are there, like, any new videos? I know y'all put out at least one video. And then, like, is there going to be any tours that people can check for as, you know, as things are opening back up now, like... You know what? What? What do you want people to know as far as the promotion that they can expect for this project? Well, you know, um, we got two videos out now: "Believers," "False Prophet," and then we got um, the second video with uh, Chino mm. going crazy. Champion, we're about to hit them with our third video coming up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we we actually shot all the videos before we released the album. We already had all the videos in. So we got about six, six, seven videos, you know what I'm saying, to tell the tale, the story. Mm. You know, and the great thing about our videos is they connect to each other like a cartoon. These different segments of the wham wham, we keep the same characters. See what I'm saying? And uh, so, yeah, we, we about six, seven in. And yeah, we're going to hit this road. The world is opening up, thank God. And, uh, you know, we're going to be hitting the UK. They showed us a lot of love. We was number six on the charts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Always UK, man. Yeah. Right. And then Canada, <clears throat> they showed a lot of love. The, we was number three on the hip-hop charts in Canada. You know what I'm saying? In, in America and worldwide, that is, because on iTunes and Apple uh, for uh, and hip-hop coming out, you know, we was like, uh, we was number eight in the morning when the album dropped. Mm. By afternoon, one or two, we was number seven. Mm. And by evening time, around six or seven, <clears throat> we was uh, number six. Wow. Wow. Right. So we definitely hitting everything there yeah. is for us to hit that loves hip hop, that we can show up small, big. There's no way in weight of it when it comes to us, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we go into clubs, we got some bigger things coming up. And, uh, you know, the Dog Pound album, me and Daz, is going to be dropping next month in July. July. Mm. Okay, okay, dope. So be prepared for a Dog Pound tour. Dope. Wow, okay. You know what I mean? In celebration of these two projects, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully the DPG album, they'll catch it, DPG for life. You know, we got the book to match it. Bingo. Boom. Oh, Done nice. Mm. Looking lovely, you did. Wham. Wow. Boom. Wow. Pictures like that and real pictures. So, you know, that drops on the 30th. So I've been talking already to people, uh, to, to uh, my administration team, and they already got offers for the Dog Pound Horseman tool. You know what I'm saying? And we already got offers. We already finished a show at certain places. We got shows in Texas coming up right now. They jumped aboard and gave us our first row of shows. And, um, you know, we also have Denver coming up. 
Nah, y'all got a lot, a nice string. Yeah, nice string and stuff. Right. That's what's up. And we got also we got um, you know, Live Nation gave a call in for the Horsemen, mm. and basically they got a whole road trip for us, a whole tour as well, on their own. They want to right, right, right. Me. You know, yeah, they un- they understand, man. What 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 this this group represents, man. So, That's dope, man. So yeah, and, and the Live Nation tour is basically hitting the West Coast and the East Coast, and still hitting the same circle, right? Which that's probably going to happen before the Dog Pound Horseman tour. But they all around each other, man. God is good, man, and you know it ain't easy to drop something that that people are interested in even hearing nowadays, especially coming from our era we got mm. our hardcore fans love to all of y'all you know but coming with a hip-hop project like this that you know we ain't interested in radio and we're not interested in you know a hit record here we was all about the, the craft the culture of it not to say that we don't want to be on the radio hey you know we love it okay you like it we love it <laughs> but you know that wasn't our goal yeah it, it's amazing how people took to it it just goes to show you one thing because this would show me i learned off of everything i can and i learned through this project that hip-hop is still alive mm. you know what i'm saying there are true hardcore hip-hop fans out there man that support the music you know and they all come together and buy your shit so it ain't just the new genre of music that's out there a lot of people feel like, you know, if you do some real hip-hop shit, it ain't going to sell. This is all they want to hear. Yeah. And this proves that, you know, they want to hear all. Yeah. They want to hear the real hip-hop shit. They want to hear the new hip-hop shit. It's all hip-hop. Definitely. Family tree. With that tree, you got branches. That's cut, right. You know? Yeah. You got pop has hip-hop in it. All these other trees next door to this hip-hop tree. They have different wham wham. Started as rock and roll. Now you got heavy metal, and now you got, you know, all uh, turn uh, what they call it soft rock. You got all kinds of different <laughs> versions of rock and roll. <laughs> Shit, hip hop's a piece of rock and roll. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You hear what Rick Rubin did with running them nigga, threw them guitars in that motherfucker nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's rock hop, cuz you know it is. Yeah, that's yeah. that's rock and roll guitar, cuz, and it's one of our cla- most classic records, is it not? Yeah, rock yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we rock all parties and come correct. That's called King of Rock. Uh-huh. Right. But give us respect. That's rock and roll, cuz hip hop, cuz hip hop drums. To some straight rock and roll. I it didn't even have a baseline. <laughs> hmm. Hip hop, man. Fucking so baseline and shit. It was just yeah. Wow. Right. Yo, corrupt. Thank you again, man. I really appreciate it, man. And um, man, thank I just you. wish y'all all the best, man, with this project and all the other things coming up in y'all solo careers, man. We gonna definitely be checking to see what's next, man. But thank. Make you. sure. I also wanted to let everybody know that I love y'all good looking when you're ready to get knocked the fuck out you come on to fight night and come and meet iron Gotti mike tyson i am here i came i saw and i kicked its ass got it that's me 
Mikey Gotti Tyson, okay? I'm um, <laughs> knocking niggas the fuck out from I'm from Brooklyn. You understand me? Browns, bro. I'm from Brooklyn, yo. I'm fucking people up. Iron Gotti Mikey Gotstra Tyson. <laughs> love yo, you, we bro. love you, bro. Listen, man, you're one of the the, the the one of the gatekeepers of the game. You know what I'm saying? We're glad that you're you're still out here and you're doing music, man. It's it's, it's inspiring. Hey, y'all are inspiring because uh, you know a lot of people really ain't into this culture like that. So we appreciate you know y'all and Roxanne Shante and people that open the doors for us who you know from that generation. You know what I'm saying? That a lot of love to y'all. Cause without y'all, there'd be no us, cause on hood. Appreciate that, man. So to Stop. all of our listeners, man, I thank y'all again for tuning in to Out the Box Talks. Such a, a special interview tonight with some, I, I want to say pioneers, man, because y'all pioneered the whole super group thing, you know. So uh, we really appreciate that, man. And like I said, man, make sure y'all continue to check us out on our website, which is outtheboxmedia.com. Let me throw that up right there. Go visit that website and so that you can get acquainted with all the recent episodes this is episode 76 till the next time we just want to say you know you know stay focused stay safe stay healthy thank you again to corrupt and all the members of the horsemen oh yeah oh and my bad i want to say another thing go to www.hrsmn.com www.horseman.com if you want any horseman merch at all shirts we got all the fly mm-hmm. shit Style. Let me and put also, it up. It's hrsmn.com, right? Yes, sir. Without the no. vowels. <laughs> no eight, no vowels. There we and go. And also, you could go to uh, West Coast Creation, uh, Creations, West Coast Creations as well. Those are the two main portals for horsemen apparel and merch and things like that. Portraits, oh. we got the portraits. I know. see. And good looking. Thank you very much. I ain't mean. Nah, you good. You good. You good, man. Thank you again, Corrupt, man. And we will see y'all next Friday for the next episode. A-Level, take us out of here. Listen, man. Corrupt know where this where this come from. Yes, hey, yo, what, ha- yo, what happened to peace? Peace. 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 <laughs>